This episode is brought to you by the Catholic Money Summit. TikTok, TikTok, it is coming up. The Catholic Money Summit runs June 14 to 17, during which you will consecrate your finances to the Immaculate and Sacred Hearts. Learn from over 40 Catholic experts as we dive into the depths of the wisdom of the Catholic Church when it comes to handling money. What all does that mean to be a financial disciple in today's world? Well, if you come to the Catholic Money Summit, you're going to have a really good idea. Tickets are free and you can get them now at catholicmoneysummit.com. That's catholicmoneysummit.com. Hey, Amanda. Hi. I've got a little question for you. What's that? Will you go on a date with me? Do we have it in the budget? Hmm. Well, with these ideas, the answer is yes. Recently, we returned from a cross-country road trip. Mm-hmm. And on this trip, one of the stops that we were able to make was to the very destination where Jonathan and I had our first date. Uh, yes, we've done this a couple of times. We have. Um, because you live on the East Coast, your family's on the East Coast. Yep. There's a variety of connections we have on the East Coast mm-hmm. that kind of pull us that direction. And we currently live in Nebraska, which is in the dead center of yep. the United States. And whenever we go out east, we have to stop at our old stomping grounds. Of course. Yes. Jonathan and I were both um, on staff with Focus Fellowship of Catholic University students. And I served at University of Illinois in Champaign-Urbana for four years uh, before moving on to other other roles. Mm-hmm. And, and my, my fourth year, I served at University of Illinois in Urbana-Champaign. Yes. Oh, saying it the other way. I don't know if anybody ever says it that way. (laughs) And our third year on staff, our focus summer training where all the missionaries get together and receive formation and attend classes, et cetera, was actually at the University of Illinois. And it was that summer Mm -hmm. we began dating. Yes. That summer, I finally noticed you were more than a jokester. With elbow length hair. (laughs) And then we had some things in common. Mm -hmm. We really did. We were both passionate about similar things. And um, yeah, it was not expected. We Mm, kind of snuck up on each other. We did. And it all kind of began to unfold over an ice cream cone. Oh, man, this ice cream cone. Okay, so we went to this. You're going to talk about the I'm just going to say this. I'll say this. (laughs) I I really liked you. Still do. Mm -hmm. And I thought, okay, you like don't be an animal and shove this thing in your mouth and eat it in five seconds which i now know (laughs) is a real problem for him (laughs) i eat fast but you're always trying to so i'm like okay okay, don't don't do that right now so i thought (laughs) okay i'm gonna i'm coming into this i'm going to match her ice cream so she when she gets to the cone that's when i get to the cone Mm -hmm. good thing you didn't order a dish I would not have known what to do in that case mm. if I would have gotten a cone. But anyway, two cones. And, and I was so we're, quite we're, conversational. We're talking a lot. Yeah. This is first date. We're just learning who each other are. Mm-hmm. So there's a lot of talking, not a lot of ice cream eating. Yeah. I think my eating was like a one lick, a lick. every minute. <laughs> so it, it took the a while. The cone was soggy <laughs> by the time I got to it. But then... <laughs> the- <laughs> 
I see. I don't remember that detail at all. <laughs> Not at all. I remember that, but I needed to be reminded on what you were wearing. <laughs> I, re- yeah. I remember all the girls in my college, like dressing me to get ready to go out on this date. <laughs> what we were both wearing. I remember the soggy cone. And then the conversation was still flowing after this soggy cone. And so we proceeded to take a walk around a park that was nearby. And just recently, you know, we, we had the ice cream with our kids. Our kid. Our kids played at the park mm-hmm. that we were able to to walk around on that very first date. So it was just chock full of a lot of really good memories. Yeah. Except <laughs> this one we thought was going to be we don't need to get into it. But our we thought that our engine blew up. Yeah. And long story short, it didn't. It did not blow up. But it did need to get towed. All this was unfolding and un- unraveling while we were going to get ice cream. And so it. Put a little bit of a damper on the night. <laughs> it was bittersweet. And we ended up redoing it a few days later because we, <laughs> long story short, had to get a different vehicle to take for the real cross country road trip, come back and get ours from the shop. Uh-huh. So we did it. We did. A, we got to redo we do, our first we did date a redo twice. of the redo. <laughs> but it got us thinking about summer dates. Mm. There's just something in our minds, some of our most memorable dates that we have been on were these summertime dates. I don't know if it's just that time slows down, the sun stays out longer. There's just kind of that. I don't know. They're different. They're more special mm. than dates the rest of the year. And it's increasingly more and more difficult, I think, for um, spouses to find time to date each other mm-hmm. and to be really intentional about carving that out of their their time, but also their budget yeah. to find a sitter and then also to find activities that are going to fit within the budget. And so what we decided we wanted to do was let's go ahead and toss out some really creative out of the box fun dates that we've done or want to do and are on our list for this summer mm-hmm. uh, that don't really negatively impact the budget too drastically you know these aren't going to be five-star dinners out or you know an overnight at a at a luxury hotel or something you know, those are really fun dates they have their time and space in place but they're not the average bear their their time and space is not inside this podcast episode <laughs> no we could have uh, one of those podcast episodes Ooh. sometime and that'd be quite fun but Especially the research. <laughs> <laughs> we don't have too many of those to draw on <laughs> in our own experience book. We have a couple, but um, this one's going to be one about you and your spouse being able to have fun this summer, carving out some time together and doing it in a way that's not going to blow up your budget. Yep. These are things that can really easily be absorbed into almost any income. And so that's what we wanted to do in this episode. Yeah. And if, as we talk about these, if we've missed maybe one of your favorite mm. affordable summertime dates, let us know. There's a link in the show notes to send us a voicemail. So just hit the link, hit record, and start telling us about something that you love to do. Yep. Without further ado, let's kick it off. I think we have seven. Let's that's see. a good number. Yeah. It's a solid number. All right, kick us off, John. First one. First one would be setting something on fire. Inside a fire pit. <laughs> not a forest. <laughs> no. And not the neighbor's house. Um, so, yeah, if you have a fire pit, this is really easy. If you don't, you know, it's not that bad. Maybe. I mean, 
maybe you have something that could be a fire pit. I mean, I'm getting really creative. Do you have a metal trash can lid? Oh have, my goodness. <laughs> can you dig a hole in the backyard? Well, maybe go out to a campsite. Facebook Marketplace where you can get a Facebook used one for $20. Yeah, okay, let's let's start there. Not dig a hole in my backyard. <laughs> Although I have seen really cute um, with, you know, about $30 worth of bricks. Yeah. People can build one in it their backyard. It, it can actually work. Um, but yeah, sit by the fire. Sit by the fire. So have a little fire out back if you're into it. Maybe roast some s'mores. Get some toasted mallows going. Mm -hmm. But hey, kick back, get some chairs out there, maybe a drink, and just spend some time together. That's, That's been one of our favorites. Yeah. We like to sit out there and reminisce and tell stories. We've even been known to watch shows while we oh, were sitting by out fire. by the fire. Sure, sure. There's something about being out by the fire. Mm -hmm. You can do it. You could sit, you could sit at the coffee at the coffee at shop. At a coffee shop. You could sit at the kitchen table. You could sit on the couch. And talk about these things, but doing it at the fire. With the crackle of the fire. Oh, I don't know, man. There's just something special the about smoke that. smoke blowing in your face. Ooh, baby. <laughs> the, the mosquitoes biting you. <laughs> Sounds really there's great. Some, there's something really fun about it. And a little bit more of that carefree timelessness. Hmm. And, you know, just kind of a, we'll go inside when the fire starts to die. And, you know, there's something special there. There is. So sit by the fire this summer. Have yeah. fun. You have been known to even scour firewood. Mm, you know, you could go yeah, get let's it. Let's get real affordable on this, baby. You could go just dig it out of a dumpster of a new construction neighborhood. Yep. Go where they're Lots building, where they're building houses. Because as yep. they do that, you know, they There's cut scrap. the beams and all this tons of scrap wood. So you just sneak on in <laughs> to the dumpster. Stuff they've thrown away. Not the stuff laying out till you get used. And just grab some of that stuff. It mm -hmm. burns really well. It does. Because it's, you know, it's been dried and stuff like this. Um, you're not going to get too many crazy pops and, ash, you know, embers flying everywhere. Mm -hmm. uh, and it, yeah, it's just really easy it's just, to use. It's also kind of a crime to pay like $5 for, for three logs. Those little dinky guys at the store. And then yeah. uh, do not get me started on those Dura flames that are chemical filled <laughs> and ridden. Like, no, no. <laughs> Got to use real fire, and yeah, but you got to do it in a cost-effective way because you could mm -hmm. easily spend thirty, forty bucks buying up a, a bunch of timber. Yeah, and which you're just gonna stuff. burn. Yeah, exactly. All right, so we got fire. Have the fire night. Second one. This might be. Gosh, it might be my favorite. It is the outdoor movie night. Ooh, baby. The outdoor movie night, and yes, you can do the whole thing where you set up a like a screen in the back. Of the back of the yard, and you can what is what a projector? Yeah, yeah, I've a projector seen that done. and a screen. Recently, yeah, we've seen people do that. So the neighbors doing it just the yeah, other night. Yeah, just the other day, and you essentially set up a projector and a sheet or some sort of a screen, and you cast a movie onto this thing. Mm -hmm. That can be a lot of fun. We have done that. Yeah, that's fun. My favorite version, though, of the mm. outdoor movie night. And it's a total throwback. The drive-in. Ooh. The drive-in drive movie. It is so cool. The drive-in. We have a long history of drive-ins. Well, yeah. It was uh, it's a, that first summer. That first summer. Our date was a drive-in. One of the dates. One of the first like few dates that we mm -hmm. went on. Yeah, we have a picture of us in the back of our friend's convertible mm -hmm. going to this drive-in movie theater I think we returned the next summer to the same drive-in movie theater mm -hmm. and we have sought out 
drive-in movie theaters wherever we've lived. And we recently just got one added to our area. Mm. A lot of a lot of these kind of got shut down yep. over the course of the last, what, 30 or 40 years mm-hmm. since they were peak. But the popularity has begun to return. People remembered They're how cool. fun this is to go get to be in the convenience of your car and kind of um, be listening to the movie, windows rolled down or sitting on the back of your tail tailgate if it's down mm-hmm. with blankets it's just such a cool environment cool it's experience fun. and there's something just a camaraderie mm-hmm. and it's great too because most of the time you just pay by the car exactly so if it's the two of you that's fine if you, if you want to do this with your fam well then that's fine too and it's it usually a double feature it usually is a double feature you're right so, so talk about economics. really right? easy to bring your own food <laughs> Mm-hmm. Just pop it in the trunk. You don't have to sneak it in in your pockets, bulging pockets anymore. <laughs> it's real easy. Yep. So yeah, the drive-in, the, the good drive old drive-in. We're gonna have to peak. Movie. We're gonna have to look at the schedule. Last summer, I know they had a night where they did the Wizard of Oz, and I really Ooh. wanted to go, but we had a conflict. But they'll they'll bring some of the new movies mm-hmm. for mm-hmm. sure. But then they're beginning to bring back some of the older movies um, or classics, which. Sometimes I find just as fun being able to rewatch a classic, even though I own it on Blu-ray, I could watch it in my own basement. It just brings it to life in a different way. Like we had seen, we saw Beauty and the Beast at the symphony. Yeah. Not an outdoor movie, but it was just in a different atmosphere. It made the movie feel brand new. Mm -hmm. And so don't underestimate the power of a good classic at the drive-in. Yep. And if you don't have a projector, you don't have a drive-in, you can always... Pull the TV outside. Totally. Set your computer up on a thing. You know, it's, 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 this experience is more than just watching the movie. Yeah. It's not just, you know, if you wanted the best picture and the best sound and the comfiest chair. You'd yeah, go to a theater. You'd go to a theater. We can but do that the rest of the, the year. The idea is do something a little different, have some fun in that. And I think you'll discover a new way to watch a good movie. Yes. Yes. All right. Kick us off for the next one. Well, I don't know if I, this counts, but ice cream, just the old classic. Eat some ice cream. Well, there's lots of ways. We there's re- lots of ways to do ice cream. We particularly have discussed that this is going to be a summer of ice cream. I mean, isn't that any summer? <laughs> Hopefully. But in particular, I'm talking about homemade ice cream. Ooh, baby. Homemade Ooh, ice cream. baby. That is what, when we put this one down, that was the particular thing. We did get an ice cream maker for my birthday last year. Mm-hmm. And we have made a few batches. Yes. And it's delicious. It's so good. But then this idea of a summer of ice cream mm. was sparked the other day when I got, I pulled mint from the garden to put it in the Ooh. lemonade. I made a strawberry mint homemade lemonade. It was delicious. But the mint smelled so good. Mm-hmm. And I just thought, we need to make a chocolate chip mint homemade Ooh, ice baby. cream. Why aren't we doing that? That sounds good. And then we declared it the summer of ice cream. <laughs> and that we're going to get all the recipes that we've been wanting to make. Mm-hmm. And we're that's going to be part of our family night that we do once a week this year is a new flavor of ice cream. Oh, that's so fun. So any of these things, it can be ice cream. Ice cream is particularly helpful in the summer and enjoyable. Because it's hot. But any sort of a thing where... You are doing a variation on it throughout a time period. Mm. Can be a really good date night, too, because it's yes. kind of fun, right? You have these parameters to play within. You have the guards up. Right. Where it's going to be ice cream, 
But now, now I know where to get creative. So then you can the have flavor. some fun with it, with the flavors or the what you're doing with it, right? And if you don't want to make your own ice cream, that's fine too. Uh, but then you, maybe you, now you can get creative in more of the ways of how you have the ice cream. Maybe it's milkshake night. Mm. Maybe it's giant Sunday night. Maybe it's eat it without using your hands night. Wow. These are quite creative. Mm-hmm. Let's not tell the kids that last Summer one. Summer of ice cream, baby. <laughs> Here we go. It's going to turn into a huge mess. It's going to be a bath night It's going to be hose kids. them down night. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I'm not going to want to let them in in that state. <laughs> They'll like that night. Ice cream cone night. Ice cream cone night. There could Sugar be any, cone, waffle yeah. cone, pretzel cone, cone bowl, dipped cone, all the things. And also, sometimes you could even go out for ice cream. You could. Gosh, they're all I I we I know we have them here in in Nebraska. I'm going to guess most places have them. Those mom and pop little ice cream shops. Mm. I'm not talking about Cold Stone. Okay? Rip off. <laughs> gross ice cream. <laughs> no, I know, I know, but the mom and pop shops that only open up in the summer, mm-hmm. they're the, the Berry best. Chef, the Massies, the Jarlins. Yes. Yeah. Those are the places to go. Forget about the big chains, the Froyo place, go to the mom and pop. Mm-hmm. That's only open in the summer. That has a huge line and that everybody's at. Bingo, bingo. That's the place to go. That is a good place. And we have discovered the Texeras leave it to us to do this. <sighs> it is much more economical to get like the jumbo. The gigantic biggest size. The Jumbotron Sunday with like 10 or 12 scoops. And it, only cost $12 or it cost $12. So it sounds like it's a lot, but it's so much cheaper for a family to do that and share as opposed to everybody orders their own $4 item. Mm-hmm. So much cheaper, especially if you have a lot of kids. Yeah. Now you got to convince them that sharing is it actually is okay. Idea. Yes. And spin that positively. But our family mm-hmm. has a culture of sharing because we don't want to have waste. And our kids just know that that's part of it. And also temperance and balance and moderation. So we have a culture of that built up. Um, so that might be something you have to work on a little bit for your for your crew. But I think it's it's worth it in the mm-hmm. savings. But also you just get more. It's true. You just get more. Mm-hmm. One of my f- favorite memories as a kid was we would go to it's a, it was a local little restaurant. Um, there's maybe two of them uh, around. And one of the dessert options was the super duper scooper. Whoa! And it was like super duper scooper. There's at least twelve scoops of <gasps> ice cream, and um, you know, like six toppings and whipped cream and chair, all the stuff. So we you would need like, a crew to get it. Each, oh, absolutely. So we'd each pick like a couple of the scoops, mm-hmm. and then it just comes in like one of those big clear oh, yeah. salad bowls from the salad bar. Oh, wow. It came in one of those. Wow. It was awesome. And everybody just starts digging in. Yeah. yeah. It was so much fun. By the end, it's like a mess and it's all just brown. And delicious. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So those big yes. Sundays can be really fun, too. That's awesome. Yeah. Summer of ice cream. Mm. Let's and do it. Yeah. All the forms. All right. Next up is the idea of outdoor concerts, events. Plays, things that are happening in your city that are mm. oftentimes totally free. Yeah. They don't, they're not always, but our city has Shakespeare on the Green, 
um, symphony nights downtown jazz on the lawn, the green, jazz on the green. green. I, like they have tons of different community sponsored events where you you can just pull up with your lawn chairs, a blanket, charcuterie board, a couple of drinks. I mean, this is a night out and it's yeah. super fun. The just the whole feel of the event is really laid back and casual and people are really nice. Maybe mm-hmm. that's just Nebraska. I don't know. Sure, it's like that most places. And you get to enjoy this show or this event that is really neat. Mm-hmm. And it's usually free. Yeah. So you just got to put the money into the, the, good, the good charcuterie and the good chocolate bar and the good wine that you wanted to bring. Because, yeah, a lot of these events you can bring alcohol. Yeah, 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 yeah. I don't know if that's a Nebraska thing either, but I have no idea. Um, we tend to be pretty loose with that. I feel like here, <laughs> <laughs> um, but you can bring those types of things and just bring them out of your cooler. It's not a big mm-hmm. deal. So we've done that. I don't know if we've ever done it just us, but it, it makes for a really fun friend date night out. Mm. It's easy for kids to come along, even. But if you wanted to just wrangle up like three other couples. Um, and go out to something like this. It usually is a great environment where you can enjoy something, but also enjoy conversation. You can chat a little bit, keep yeah. it down. And because they're usually free, it's a good way to just expose yourself to some new stuff. Mm-hmm. To, you know, jazz if you don't listen to it a lot. I mean, we went to an opera one. I don't think we've ever been to an opera. No. But we were able to go and really enjoyed it. It was an opera? <laughs> yeah, we went to an opera one. Remember, they sang my favorite, one of my favorite songs. Oh Mio Bambino? Oh Mio Bambino, Carl, yes. Oh, yes, I do remember it now. Yeah, it was awesome. Okay, I didn't know it was technically an opera. It was all opera all night, babe. <laughs> Apparently, I was chit-chatting too much. <laughs> Oops. But super fun. A lot of times, a city will have a local blog where you can look mm. up events. Facebook has events. Whatever the local newspaper is will be advertising these it takes not a lot of effort, but then there's tons of free resources just waiting for you. Yeah, I grew up in a, in a town much, much smaller than oh, Omaha. Right, but there were probably still there things? There was stuff just like this, too. So look around, especially if you have a, a park nearby that has a little like amphitheater thing. Mm. They probably are doing programming throughout the summer. Yeah. Most, you know, probably weekend nights, things like that. There's probably some concert going on. Bring your blanket and enjoy it. Yep. So these, take a look at that. These are our tax dollars. This is how we can be a good steward of our tax dollars. True. Attend these things. Is you paying for it To make sure that we keep <laughs> having good things like this instead of just nothing. Mm-hmm. And the money's not going to anything. So I always like to make sure mm. we're showing up to the events that our tax dollars are actually being spent on. Very good. <laughs> well, if a day, a night out isn't your style, well, you could just... I mean, you could do this out or in, but a game night. Mm. I love a good game. You do I love, love, you love board games, man. You I might love have them. a problem with games. What? Isn't yeah, my it? problem is you don't want to play them as no. much. No, <laughs> no. Your problem is that once I play them and learn them, you never win again. That hey, but I still like. I still enjoy it. Still enjoy. You did beat me in Jaipur a couple of weeks ago. Oh, I did. That was I? an accident. I was rusty. <laughs> if you're looking for a two-player, that's a good one. That's a Jaipur, really good one. Yeah, it is a good one. Wingspan has also oh, been a favorite baby. of ours. We back in the day, there is not a way to play two-player ton but we had invented kind you, of our well, own special look rules there are a couple some, some variations you can do to make it possible yeah um code names is it called like duet 
I think it's duet. Yeah, there's a two player version. There's a two player. Yeah, there's really fun um, versions of that. Of course, card games. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, the the good old game night. It's just overlooked. It's so fun. It's so fun. It's good for family night, but it's also good for date night. Yeah, we had a great date. I don't know. Within the last year, last fall, we took a game oh, and went to the yes. uh, pumpkin patch. Pumpkin patch slash cider mill. Yeah. Hadn't enjoyed some ciders. Hard cider flight. And played a game. King Domino. Oh, that's what it was? That's what it was. That's a great game, too. Mm-hmm. Fun for kids, but also really fun for adults, mm-hmm. too. And easy. Not yeah. some, you know, three-hour strategy game. We never would have shown up there with Wingspan. Oh, no. And or something with lots everywhere. of pieces. Mm-hmm. You know, you gotta, mm-hmm. have, you, gotta have your, you gotta know your games. Portable yep. versus not portable, etc. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, the good old game night. And you know what? Studies after studies have shown that the more we, you know, do games like that and word searches and things that really make you think about strategy and decisions and critical thinking skills, it keeps our brain healthy. So anytime we can get those worked in too, are good things Yep. as we age. Not that we're that old, but I, I can already, <laughs> I can already feel things starting to slip in the old, <laughs> in the old memory department. <laughs> Uh, so it's just really good to keep that engaged and active and not just, I think the default can always just be, let's just sit on our duffs, mm. eat something and watch and watch something. I, it's not that bad. we, we, we love doing that. We love doing that. <laughs> we do that plenty, Yes, but we like it to be balanced or else yeah, that's just, it just gets toxic. Mm-hmm. It feels gross. It does. It stops refreshing you if it's not in balance. Mm-hmm. So we try to have as many like engaged outdoorsy activities as we do lounging and sitting on the couch moments. And so I encourage you to kind of assess what the balance is like there, too. All right. Next up, I think we got two more. Uh, This one we did recently. With yes. the family. We went out with the fam for a nice Saturday bike ride around mm-hmm. one of the lakes around here. Has a trail, you know, paved trail and all that. Yeah. So we were going around. Our the kids are was, eight, six, and four. Yeah, so probably barely the age that they could actually independently ride. Everybody's out of training wheels. Mm-hmm. Everybody's on their own bike. But it was an 85-degree day. And half the trail was actually closed. Under construction. Under construction. So by the time we got to the end, we had to go back was, and redo the It wasn't entire a loop thing. anymore. It was out and out and back. Mm-hmm. Yes. It got challenging. It did. We persevered. We had, had, the we things, had a good time. The things we were looking forward to, like, oh, I know a place where there's mulberries on the trail. Well, the mulberries weren't ripe yet. And then there was another place where I knew that there was some off-roading. Semi, it was like fairly low-key so mm-hmm. that kids could do yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was not like dangerous, but they closed it off. Mm-hmm. So all the things that we had told the kids about to entice <laughs> them to go on this bike ride kept work. flopping and failing and then it was under construction there's a lot the of starting and stopping and, and yeah so then john and i looked at each other and we're like man if we could maybe do this on our own on our own sometime i just thought this would be <laughs> i was having a good time but i thought man we would just have a blast cruising around this thing the two of us yes just being able to start pedaling and just go mm-hmm. and go like 20 miles to a to a 
ice cream shop off the trail or one of these summer ice cream places. There we go. I'm thinking of that one down in Iowa. Oh, yeah. 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 Off of that. There's a trail down there that goes there. Um, yeah. So getting on a bike trail together and just biking and doing something active. Super fun. Mm -hmm. And I love I love kids. I love our kids. In particular, <clears throat> yes. But it tends to bring an element of uh, uncontrolled situations and lots of hurt feelings and mm. stopping and startings and ouchies. And <laughs> you just, not, you, we can't it's spend just going to be a different other that we might want to. You're going to be just tending to the people, the tiny people and educating and showing and encouraging and providing hope and <laughs> providing bribes and <laughs> rewards to finish this bike ride. <laughs> it's just going to look different. Yes. Than if it was a date. Mm -hmm. But I really look forward to that date this summer. I do too. And I have heard um, two uncles of mine, I guess for years, they might still do this mm. every Saturday morning at like six or seven in the morning, they meet and they go on this big bike ride. And then they go out for our breakfast afterwards. Mm. And I have always been so struck by that and just thought how fun that sounds. How fun it sounds to get up really early when like the sun's just coming up mm -hmm. and to go on some huge bike ride. And at the end of it, have a cup of coffee, have a pastry, whatever, and just be able to soak in the, the morning, the slow morning. Mm. Almost sounds more rejuvenating than hiring a babysitter for like a night out. Yeah. Just have a babysitter come at like 530 in the morning. And you you go for this bike ride. Yeah. I think we got to try that. Got to find that babysitter who's up to 530. <laughs> I know. Maybe it's called we leave the parent, my, the kids at my parents for the mm. night. And then we get up at 530. There's a goodie. <laughs> That's a goodie. Yeah. Because what teenager is going to want to come yeah. over at 530 in the morning? <laughs> All right. Last and certainly not least. I We might have had more than seven. No, I think it's seven. Take us to the last one, John. Sure. Last one. Oh, I'm sorry. I guess we had eight. Yes. Oops. But uh, this one is, is a good one. We talked about, right, different times of day for dates. It doesn't always have to be a night out. It could be an afternoon. It could be a morning. So that might be sometimes easier to find a babysitter because you're not competing with other people. Or it's a more natural time to just drop the kids off with some friends or some family. Mm-hmm just to play a little bit during the day, then come get them. Sure. So it can be easier that way. And one thing in the summer in particular, and during the day, especially that you can be doing is going garage sailing. Love a good garage sale. This is like temperament based probably and interest based, but I think John and I would pick garage sailing together over many other activities, maybe most other activities, because if you've got an inner deal hound, oh, you know, I do. Yeah. <laughs> You're the spender. I love finding hidden treasures, hidden gems. Oh, yeah. I like finding the, the, the item that's going to cost me two dollars, but it's going to make me. You're going to you could sell for a ton or yeah, yeah, I love you it. never would have bought because it's so expensive. Right. But here it is for eight dollars. Yes. Yes. I mm -hmm. love that. You love spending. And Perfect. so. <laughs> Perfect. It's per and when it's so cheap, it's very easy to justify. Yeah. So garage sailing <laughs> fits right on in to our fun money allocation every mm -hmm. month. Um, 
thrifting, any form of that. But yeah. summer is ripe with garage sales. Oh, yeah. You can hardly, you can't get much cheaper than a garage sale. Mm-hmm. Stuff can Talk get about real cheap. They want it to go. They do not want it to come back into Mo- their I house. Mean, yeah, most of the time it's, if I don't sell it, hopefully they're going to donate it. May, depending on what it might be, it's going to get rid of it. So it, yeah, you're getting things for like a quarter for a dollar, mm-hmm. like cheaper than you'll get anywhere else. And you're not mm-hmm. paying tax, you're paying cash. Yep. So it's just a great deal. And if you can find, like, if you, maybe you are trying to stock up your kid's wardrobe, mm. garage sailing is one of the most efficient ways. I remember yeah. doing this way back in the day. We went, went and found a house that, you know, they maybe only had had one daughter and the rest of their kids were boys, but the clothes were just very gently used. Mm-hmm. And we got them all for like a quarter a piece. Super cheap. Such a good price. Yeah. Barely used, gently used. Mm-hmm. That's what got us into that zippity zip. Yep. They had a couple zippity zips. We thought we'd yeah. give it a shot and now save all our, our kids, zippity zips are our go to for sleep. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Love them. Yeah. What's really good is you, you can find an area, a lot of times a neighborhood or a town will have like a specified Community. garage sale weekend mm-hmm. because it draws more people in. And so it's really easy. You just go from like house to house to house to house. You find all sorts of the different treasures mm-hmm. and see what's going on. Yes. Love a good garage sale. Love a good garage sale. In fact, I think we've got one coming up. The neighborhood nearby. next to us is doing the garage sale. The nicer neighborhood weekend. next yep. to ours. <laughs> Cha-ching. That's always more fun too. <laughs> Go to the yeah. really good neighborhoods. Yep. Look up when the ritzy neighborhoods are having their their garage the garage sales. <laughs> <laughs> the deals are definitely going to be found at those. And then they, they tend to appreciate more quality as well. It's true. So I appreciate that. And so those tend to be the places that we go to garage sale. All right. So I think that was it. There was one more thing on here. I guess I got to squeeze it in. Let's do a bonus. I got to squeeze it bonus in. Bonus, idea. bonus, bonus. I wrote down eight things. I said seven. Just a bonus. Whoops. Um, stargazing. Ooh. And I do not mean sitting in your back porch Looking up at the stars. Not, you might not see very much. Unless you live in the country. With zero neighbors. On a farm. You are not going to see enough mm-hmm. to make it called, be called stargazing. You have to get out of town. Mm-hmm. Like far out of town. Yeah, especially depending where you like might live. Like 90 minutes out yeah. of town. If you're in a, near a major city, you need to get out. Because you can still see kind of that pink glow over mm-hmm. a city. You can see that stuff from space. Mm-hmm. You need to get way out. I'm talking, yeah, 90 minutes to two hours out of a major city. And then you need to go get out of the car, whatever, and look up. I've done this in rural Nebraska. We did it a few years ago on our way, our drive up to the Grand Canyon. You remember this? I remember this. Maybe a little bit differently than you. Okay. This it was. I didn't know if you wanted to get into this on the podcast or not. No, we can. <laughs> it was incredible. We're driving out was, to the Grand Canyon. We're in, we're out for a like a conference or something. We thought, well, by the Grand Canyon, let's go for it. Yeah, one night I had up never in there. been. Mm-hmm. So in order to fit it in, we had to drive out there like at night. Yes. So as we're driving out there, there's nothing. Absolutely zero lights. Mm-hmm. So as you're driving, I'm looking up at the sky freaking out because there's so many stars it's wild i'm like you gotta see this pull over you got you would not pull over i did though because you thought 
It was going to, the only th- people out there were us and an axe murderer and murderers. waiting at the one particular exit that we would choose at random to pull off on. <laughs> Just knowing that that's where we would be with their axe. I know, axe. I know, no. I also was, <laughs> I was disoriented because I, like my contacts had dried out and I needed to get my glasses. There were some other elements, but when we did boy, stop. Oh boy, it was cool. And we did get out and we did look. And I was afraid that I was about to be murdered. I had at least 15 seconds <laughs> <laughs> of awe as we looked up at what seemed like millions of stars. Mm-hmm. You like from our home, we look up. You can't see them. I might be able to identify 30 stars. You get out there. It's like it's wild. A, an ocean, it's a blanket wild. of stars. They're everywhere. Yeah. Or another time I've seen it is when I've been at Rocky Mountain National Park. Because mm. again, there's just a lot of nothing. Yes. It's incredible. It's wild. And they're always there. That's what's so crazy. And then you can yes. see them. I love it. So it's a good time. Mm-hmm. Anyway, stargazing. Bonus. The bonus. Yep. Bada bing. Bada boom. Thrifty summer date night ideas for you to try. Hey, while you are out doing these, take a picture. Share it on social. Take us at Wallet One. Let us join in the fun mm. on your thrifty summer date night. We promise we won't be a third wheel. We won't. Bye for now, everybody. Thanks for joining us today. You can learn more about this show and the Wallet One program at WalletOne.com. Music in this episode is from Dylan Gardner. Listen to his new album, Almost Real, on iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you get your music. See you next week. This podcast is part of the Spoke Street Network. For more great podcasts, visit Spokestreet.com.